Welcome to the Business of Being Healthy, where we are passionate about treating our health as good as we treat our wealth. Shelly Bryan here, and I am obsessed with sharing real life experiences and wisdom to help save you time, heartache, and money as you continue to grow personally and professionally. Twice a week, we push aside that BS to take massive intentional action. And I promise by tuning in, you will receive the straightforward talk you've been waiting for, filled with actionable steps that will inspire you to achieve the health and wealth you desire while you are building your empire. Today's episode is going to be one that you are going to want to stay till the end because my guest is someone that I came in contact with over a year ago, just started following on Instagram, but I love what she's doing. And now that we just briefly talked off air before hitting record right now, this conversation is going to be so great because she's tying together two things business and passion and growing both, but showing the intersection of the two and being able to manage it, her team, her family, her goals. This one is going to be so good for the books. So I am excited to bring on Michelle Mojica. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much, Shelly. The pleasure is all mine. I'm so excited for this. And I'm just so excited to share this message of being able to share your passions and business and taking care of your family and all really all the most important things in life and why we do what we do, right? Right, exactly. I mean, we can get so caught up in like the business, the grind, the accolades, all this stuff. But one thing that I love about you, and I've shared this on social media too, and with my friends and with anyone I can talk to, traveling is like such a gift and it's all about the memories. And even my kids are now like, we get to the place. We don't even like do anything yet. And just like my son will grab me and he'll be like, I I don't know how to explain it. I'm so excited to be here. And it's like, I'm like, I will go work my tail off so that we can have more of these moments. So I know that you and I are aligned like that, but if you could just share a little bit about, cause we're going to talk business and travel here from a little bit different perspective. And I'd love for you to share a little bit about like professionally, business-wise, you have a large thriving real estate team and you just made a big transition. So share a little bit about that. Yes. So just to give you a little bit of a background, um, my husband and I, one, have worked together for the past 26 years. We started in the timeshare industry. Um, So we did that for about 14 years. And I got into real estate in 2008, 2009, um, full-time when the market was crashing, but I had been licensed since 2004. And 2012, we opened a real estate brokerage, which is Mohican Associates Real Estate. So for the past 12 years, we've owned that. And just recently, because we travel so much, we meet so many people all over the world, um, we just recently joined EXP. So typically uh, with our brokerage, I was able to manage, like, I was a designated broker. I was a mentor. I was a coach. I was doing all of these things. My, I handled everything in the front end. We have a trainer and my husband, you know, covered everything on the back end. But what I've realized is to really be able to grow, we needed more support, more people that are doing amazing things, not just locally here in Arizona, but like all over the world and joining EXP and collaborating with some amazing minds. That is, you know, your possibilities are really endless. So as of just officially myself, like 30 days ago, um, 
we just transferred the team over to EXP, which has been incredible because I found myself at like 50 to 60 agents. It was great to still be able to hold on to that culture of like a small, you know, a family, a team, which from what I understand, some people are like, that's actually not that small. <laughs> but I always think like it's a small knit, you know, team and a great culture that we have. Um, but I've realized in order to scale, in order to grow, which is, you know, a, a scary leap with knowing that you've owned something for so long um, and letting that go and really opening it up to the possibilities. And um, yeah, that's kind of the direction we just took about a, about a month ago. So it's been an exciting journey where it just keeps getting better and better and better so far the past 30 days anyways. I really love the fact that one, you and your husband work together. So do, so do my husband and I. Um, so I love that. I think that we could definitely maybe schedule part two of this interview and just talk about that. I, I think we will. That being said is that even though you have this like extensive team, cause yes, 50 is, it's pretty significant, right? Like that's over 50 is pretty significant of a team and to get everybody on board to, to follow and not everybody's going to come. Right. But making that transition and sharing the bigger vision, how were you able to do that? Because I think that's something anyone now, now listen, like you're in real estate, right? And my audience is not hundred percent real estate, but there is some. And I think that this skill that I'd love for you to share on is relatable to anybody in any industry, right? Is if you are leading a team, how do you create that shared vision and actually get them to take action on it. So how did you do it when you just recently, I mean, this is hot off the press, 30 days ago I'm made this transition. <laughs> For sure. I think, I don't think it's ever, it's even hit me yet. Cause I've literally like been on the go. I feel, even though we've traveled for the past couple months, I feel like I have been working because I've been talking so much um, the past couple months. Um, I feel like the really most important part is really who you are and your vision moving forward and realizing you got to step outside of the comfort zone after a while. Like everyone outgrows a certain part of yourself, a certain part of that journey. And it's kind of like, you know, as much as I want my kids to be home, like we have four kids, we are two old, two older kids are 24 and 25. And then our younger ones are 17 and 15. As much as I want them to be home, you know, forever or live with us forever, it's the same thing with my team. I realize I'm going to lose some. I'm I realized that some are not coming over. Some are not going to see the bigger vision, which learning to accept that because that's what it's going to help me grow as a leader and it's going to help them in the direction that they want to go. And yeah, it was really, really hard because I've had some people or agents have been with me for the past 10 years, mm. so, but I've also realized that not all of them are going to want to travel as much as we do. I mean, we were at nine countries this year and I really just want to be able to create that team and having that vision of who we are and the culture that we promote as far as realtors, as far as entrepreneurs. And I started to see like, not everybody will, will see that. Right. And it's one giving myself permission to say, okay, this is who I am. This is my passion and my purpose and realizing that not everybody else would want that moving forward. And as a leader, I needed to take a step back and say, okay, this is my vision for the future. I love you guys. I see if, if, if you don't see that for yourself, I totally respect that. 
And I, in the ones that didn't come over, I still talk to them at least a couple of times a week. And um, realizing, you know, we were all part of each other's journey, maybe temporarily and not, and not everything is temporary. Nothing is permanent until we really get to heaven, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, so it's just all part of the process and realizing how we impact people's lives temporarily during that moment really makes the biggest difference in who we are and our character and what people will say about us when we're no longer, you know, working together. It, I would say that has been one of the toughest decisions. And like I said, I don't even think it's really hit me yet. I keep telling my husband, I was like, I am just so scared for that moment where I was like, oh my God, what did I just do? Because we had, I mean, that's what we've done for the past 12 years, but so far it's, it's been incredible. And I'm part of an amazing organization. I have great mentors and I see, I see a bigger vision um, moving forward. And I see, this is really the future of real estate to be able to do real estate and connect with people all over the world, not just our own little cocoon here, like in Arizona. Yeah. You know, I really appreciate you sharing that. And one of the things that I pulled from it is just, it takes a lot of bravery, right? Like bravery and kind of the unknown in the unknown of who's going to come with you on this shared vision, who is going to buy into the vision, who is not like, and still moving forward right? It's not, you're right. Everything is not unknown and we can't control anyone other than ourselves. And so, so long you keep acting in those core values and keep going forward, making the best decisions that you feel at the moment. And I can tell you like in my past, there's times where I felt like I was making the best decision. And then I was like, that was a really bad one. Why did I do that? Holy cow. Let me like own it, learn and, and make sure I'm getting the right lesson and and move on. But I love that bravery of doing something for 12 years, having such a large team and going into a new model, still in the same industry, but a new model of doing business. Yeah. I think you you come to a point as a leader where I can, you realize you can only do so much. Mm-hmm. You can only do so much. And in order for you to grow, you have to look somewhere else. And also accepting the fact that Changes, I mean, it's it's gonna happen. I feel, and also once you make that decision, I feel like so many people get stuck and and they'll be there for years and they're unhappy, they're not growing. And I feel that for those that are looking for a change, if you see some, cause I did, I did have an opportunity to be part of EXP in 2018 and it wasn't the right time. And I feel like when it's not the right time, it's not the right time. And I realize now, and I see now why it needed to be now and once I made that decision like you know when you know when you're like this is what's gonna happen and I got a call from someone in Thailand and I'm like okay and this is over the summer and I'm like all right this is definitely a sign where I need to go home and say okay we're making a change and just make it really quick I made an announcement where I'm like all right you guys you have three weeks you know wherever you guys want to go this is the direction we're going I negotiated this for us And also realizing as a leader, knowing what's best, not only for yourself and your family and also everybody else as a, as a whole as well. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. Now let's, let's kind of switch gears here because you just mentioned Thailand, right? So part of this big switch for you was that more worldwide reach, um, because it ties so nicely into this other side of you, which is travel. So take us back really quick, because when I met you, it it was about luxury travel hacks, right? But it was all, it was like, it was just 
so excitement. It was like a lot of excitement, but I love now that you're like creating this like collaboration between the two items, right? Like your passion of traveling and then also your business. So yes. take us back so, to your travel. Yeah. So as I mentioned, like briefly, we had a timeshare background. I started as a telemarketer at the age of 16. I used to make like 35,000 a year at 16 years old, working part-time in the timeshare industry. And by the time I left, I think I was like 31, 32 as a director of marketing. I was never on the sell side, even though I did have my real estate license. So we were in the front line of everyone saying, you know, timeshare sucks and we don't, it's because they don't know how to use it. And there are real, some really, really bad ones that are out there. So I think that kind of stuck with me. I've always been the one that love helping people and want to always solve everybody's problems, right? Whereas it's like, I'm a problem solver. Like, don't come to me crying about something unless you want it solved. And I just love to provide solutions. I think for me, that really stuck with me at a young age, where it's like, I want to help all of these people where they bought a timeshare for 10,000, 20,000 in, because all they want is to travel. So what I've done for the past five years is really dove into this. I would say it kind of took over a lot of my time. I would say about five to six hours per day trying to figure this out. And now I actually have a group on Facebook, which is called Luxury Travel Hacks or Interval International Travel Hacks. And I have 33,000 members in there and I'm able to help. That's one part of it. I'm able to help timeshare owners use their timeshares, how to use it, and now introducing this whole new generation of entrepreneurs and that has so much flexibility or us realtors that we do, we can get up and go. We, we can travel all over the world at any time. Um, so that's like one part of it and where I can help people stay at beautiful resorts for like $536 for the whole week. So like around $500 for the week. And the second part is teaching them how to travel hack when it comes to airfare. So I really want to, I want so many people to experience traveling in first class, right? There's something that happens when you travel in luxury. So that's the second part, because I feel like, okay, you'll find a great deal when it comes to hotels, but then you're like, how are you going to get there? I mean, to just fly to Hawaii is like $1,200 round trip. And we have a family of six, so times six, like there's no way I'm going to pay seven to $10,000 just an airfare. So that's the second part, but also realizing whatever you put yourself into and what you're learning is knowing that it gets better and better. So, and that's why I talk about elite statuses and how to stay at penthouse villas and how to fly first class. So it's kind of like, it's all connected, but it starts with helping people, figuring out a solution and it all kind of, you know, it just opens up all these doors where it's not the focus necessarily wasn't about how do I make money off of this, but it was like, how do I figure out a solution to this problem, which started with the timeshare. And I think a lot of it just kind of opened up all these different doors that now I'm able to have like so many more people really travel in luxury and then also helping them with whatever their timeshare problems are. So you guys know this is a newer podcast and I'm not running any ads at this time. I don't have any sponsorships yet. I'm not trying to sell you guys anything either, 
But literally, I just want to give you the tools and the knowledge from either my past experience or those of my guests to save you time, money, and heartache. So the only ask I could ever have from you is to help me spread the word out there to more entrepreneurs and more career-driven professionals like us so that we can feel more confident, perform better for our teams and our clients, and ultimately make more money to provide for our families. And the only way that we can do that is if we rate and review and share this podcast. So the single ask that I have of you is that if you could leave a review, share it with a friend, it should take less than 10 seconds. And I know your time is valuable, but it would absolutely mean the world to me. And more importantly, it might change the life for someone else. Now, I I just love this. And there's so much that I want to dive in here on. But before I do, you know, travel for me is about memories, right? Mm -hmm. It's about creating memories for the kids. And you've been a traveler for like ever, right? Like you've been traveling. How has like your idea, because that's your passion, right? Like traveling, was that like a reward once you hit a certain level or sold so many, you know, um, units or... How did you kind of use travel? Um, I feel like our passions come from our pain and growing up. So I, I was, I was born in Philippines. I moved here when I was 12. So when we moved here, I grew up in like a beach town where our house was like three houses away from the beach. So I, the ocean was always like, you know, it's, it's always been home to me. So coming here where my parents were, I'm an immigrant and my parents worked all the time. And all I wanted was quality time with my parents. And I feel like that pain really fueled my passion to doing something differently with my kids and making it as a priority as opposed to working. Because my husband and I were young parents, like we had our, our older kids, like in our early 20s. And we worked really, really hard to get where we needed to be. But then I realized, I'm like, oh my God, we just turned into our parents, right? Where you work, my mom and dad worked all the time and there was no quality time, there was no vacations, which is the reason why <clears throat> we got into real estate in 2008 and 2009 to start traveling. So it feel, it really started from that pain of wanting to spend quality time with my parents and then now it turned into this passion of showing my kids the world um and I feel like it does it it creates them to be better humans you know when you you mentioned you know your kids like one of the things that I've noticed about my kids where it's like the little ones are boys 15 and 17 and to hear my 17 year old say wow mom look at that sunset like, wow, this is actually beautiful. And I feel like us as adults didn't even have the opportunity to do that. So to show them that at a really young age and appreciating the beauty of nature and how beautiful this world really is, to me, if you expose them to that at a really young age, I feel like they're going to carry that through, you know, as they get older, once they have children and whatever else. But I really feel like it's not necessarily a reward. It's more of a lifestyle now because we do travel two to three times a month. I mean, we're gone pretty much the whole summer, um, but it's it's a lifestyle. There's no, these are my non-negotiables. So when I, <clears throat> sorry, I probably should get some water, but when, um, when I meet with somebody on my team, I 
these are my priorities. It's like one number one, God, wherever God calls me to be. Number two, my family. We travel. I'm in and out of the country, in and out of town, but I will be accessible because you know I'm on my phone, iPad, or whatever. And realizing I can get anything done anywhere else, you know, in the world. And those are my priorities. And I feel like if you do set your priorities according to whatever that lifestyle that you want, everything just really falls into place. Okay. This, okay. This conversation just got great. Um, not that it wasn't to begin with, but first off, I, I want to talk about the pain, right. Kind of caused it. And what I just want to acknowledge you really quick is just like, you had that pain and so eloquently described it. Right. And I think I, I can share that with you. I, I, I had that where, you know, my dad was gone all the time. Right. But what I love is that you turned it into something so beautiful. And I think that's, that is something that I have seen with entrepreneurs where they've had business owners, where you've had this pain somewhere in your childhood. And instead of letting that define you, you let, you created something that you wanted. You know, I always say from like my parents, I learned what not to do, right? I'm probably going to screw up the kids some other way, but I've learned what not to do and not in a negative way. It's just, I understand their perspective. I, I really think about it when we are crafting experiences and memories for them. And so I love that you took that pain and turned it into something so beautiful. I think it's incredible. Yes. And and I do, I do believe that. And that's where I feel like, you know, there's moms and dads that come from like broken family and they have the most incredible family. So the, the pain really is, it's, if you look at it, it is a blessing. It allows us to be like, I'm never going back or the pain of being in corporate America where I'm like, okay, I put the money first or because I mean, we started making money at a really young age. And what does that even really look like? And how does our future look? And and being brave and and realizing, okay, if this is no longer serving us, and at the at the end of the day, I I believe that us parent for us as parents, leading as an example, because if we're gonna tell our kids go and you can be whatever you want, live your dreams and you can be happy, and if those are not those things, our kids are smart, right? Mm -hmm. They learn from us, and if we're going to say that to them and they don't believe us. That's like the worst, the worst thing. And I think for me, I want to be able to just show them like, this is what mom and dad, you know, dad wants. And this is how we wanted to live our lives and share these with you guys. And yeah, they might want that like in the future, or they might not want that. But I think most importantly, it's not being stuck on what we feel like society want, who society wants us to be or who we believe who we are instead of, you know, and putting other people first as opposed to ourselves. And then we go through depression and whatever it is that we go through, right? But I think at the end of the day, seeing what that pain is and how we can make that into a blessing, not into just ourselves, but the people around us. I could not agree more. Could not agree more. And I think, you know, as business owners, we can either be wanting to get away from pain or going towards a goal. And what I actually love for you is that you said it's not travel is not necessarily a reward. It's a lifestyle. I don't know if, if listening in, if you guys heard that is that this is a lifestyle and you can hear Michelle as she's speaking about this. This isn't like, oh, I hit this goal. And so now I get this prize and that is an achievers <clears throat> mentality, right? I know growing up in sales for so long, it was like, let me get that ring. Let me get that watch. Let me get that trip. And like, that was a lot of what, um, 
I would say my ego, my worthiness all was tied to, and you can hear it in the way that Michelle is explaining. And, and what you're doing, Michelle is like, this truly is your guys's lifestyle. You have created a career within real estate and now made a big move within your real estate career so that you can continue this lifestyle. And, and I just want to say like, that is something that I think is very gray in what we see on social media and what we see out there is, is very gray. And I love that you actually have made it more black and white, that what you're doing is creating a lifestyle and creating, creating that, that ultimate dream, but you're living it now, not later. Yeah. And I feel like that is important, especially in any industry, because I feel, I feel like i I would say 12 years ago when I really dove into real estate, I'm one of those where you put me somewhere, I will figure it out, right? And if you, I will look at who the best person is that's doing all these things. And I realized you don't have to do it like everybody else. I was going to every conferences. This is like 2011, 2012. I had three real estate coaches at one point. So there's no way somebody could say like, I didn't invest in myself in learning or whatever else. But I real like back then I realized like I wasn't in alignment with all these things that I needed to do or who I needed to be in real estate because it was really just to model myself to be like everybody else, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So in 2014, I actually stepped away from a lot of the real estate conferences, the, you know, all these real estate things like every month, because there's so much real estate stuff happening. So when we actually met, that was somewhat of my first, because there was a lot of realtors at that event. Mm -hmm. um, and it was a lot of entrepreneurs, but I, I was like, I want to talk about travel and lifestyles and having the freedom to be able to run a business and have an amazing life with our family and realizing, you know, when your spirit and your energy reject certain situations, it's because you're not supposed to be there. You And, and it's so funny to me now that I look back, I was telling my husband this, it's like, I stepped away from a lot of like the real estate conferences, right, for like 10 years. And I just worked on myself and really tried to figure out like what my purpose is and the things that I love to do, what I'm really great at and what really comes naturally to me. And then now comes full circle and it's like 10 or 11 years later, I'm in, you know, I still have the real estate platform, but it's talking about all the travel stuff. When in reality, initially I was like, Hey, no one's going to take me seriously because all I do is travel. That was just, I was like, everything is about travel, travel, travel. But then I realized it's becoming more where people are like, oh my God, this is so interesting. As opposed to just real estate, real estate, real estate, right? Now it's like both where how are you able to be, how, how are you able to run a real estate team, have your own personal production and still travel and have all this time with your family as well as your team, which is so crazy to me because I feel like I stepped away from it thinking that I wouldn't get the risk, not that I was seeking respect, but I would say that people that would take me seriously in the real estate world as a leader and then, you know, come full circle. It's like, wow, this is what's great about you is the travel stuff and the lifestyle and the real estate part of it too. Right. And that's like, I think right now, and, and I know for, for many people listening in right now is that you're actually proof 
right? Like sometimes we have to show, we have to see proof and hear proof of what's possible to believe it ourselves, right? And if we can't look back at our past to provide that proof, we need someone else. So when you are looking for someone that has taken a career and transitioned it into a lifestyle, like I think one of the things that we do when we leave a corporate job, you know, I spent 18 years in corporate America. When we leave that corporate job, we're, we're leaving for freedom, but more often than not, we're just creating another job. And so if we don't have that proof of like what freedom really is, and I freaking love the fact that you said, I have to pull away from the conferences. I mean, here in Scottsdale, right? We're, we're in Arizona. It is like conference Mecca and now we're in beautiful weather. So like it really gears up right now of like conference, conference, conference that I feel like I, I speak with entrepreneurs and I'm like, they're like, oh, I'm going to this and I'm going to this and I'm going to this. And I'm like, I try to bite my tongue, but sometimes I can't because I want to help them and be like, listen, at some point you have to stop and you have to really do that inner work that you did. And it's not about sound barrier and, and uh, healing journey. No, it's about really getting clear on what you want. And, and I love that you did that. And I think it's, you are living proof of what's possible in owning your own business, right? Having a team and still following your passion of travel. Well, and I think too, I remember <clears throat> when I dove into real estate, like full-time and, and going to all those conferences and I'm starting to go back to conferences, you know, now, but also limiting and saying, no, like I can't go back to Vegas for a real estate conference, like back to back, um, but taking and making sure you're taking action. And for me, the reason why I stepped away is because there's a lot of ego in our industry and it's the all about me. Look at me, you know, and I'm like, okay, first of all, I know how to do that from timeshares. And I'm like, okay, I got away from that. And I feel like this is just even more like it's just in a massive, even a more in a massive scale. And I remember praying and saying, okay, God, show me the people and the leaders that are making an impact in people's lives and and yeah and they weren't in real estate and it was just incredible because it was literally god put me in front of them close contact now I've created amazing mentors not in real estate but like people are really making a difference in the world as opposed to just the real estate you know part of it so stepping back and being connected to those leaders with the things that really matter in the world, as opposed to just selling a house or buying a house or going on vacations, right? And it's, you know, realizing there's so much need out there and how we can really contribute to that. And that's, I would say that's probably been the most rewarding part of that journey are the connections with the people that are really making a big difference in like people's lives all over the world, not just in certain, certain industries and not doing it for ego or the money or whatever else. So if you're, you know, starting new and you feel like this is your passion, but if you feel like you have to disconnect from it and find your own way, whatever that is, like it's really the right way, even though if you feel like you're taking a step back from the things that you really want, because it's really advancing you. It's like, I don't even know how to explain it. Cause like, honestly, being where I am now, I never would have thought if someone was like, you're traveling this much, you're speaking and you're on podcasts. And that was probably before podcasts anyways. <laughs> but um, 
it's the right journey, whatever that is, because you're going to get called into like things that it doesn't even make sense, but it comes full circle for sure. Well, and when you do get called, be <clears throat> brave enough to like listen and take the action forward towards it. So I, I just love that you did this. Now let's switch gears a little bit because I want you to share because travel, I mean, you mentioned like Hawaii, we were looking at going back and I looked at the plane tickets for a family of four, your family of six. I was like, this is ridiculous. So kind of like take us through your travel and like how you do it differently. Okay. So I have been to Hawaii four times this year, um, four times this year. And we used to, I actually, we spent 11 weeks in Hawaii one year and my husband was like, why do we have to keep going back to Hawaii? And I'm like, because I have to show proof. He was like, you do not need any more proof. He was like, you have proven. Um, <clears throat> so actually that's funny that you said that. Cause I have told my husband, I was like, I'm building a resume here. People need to see this is not a one-time thing. Right. <clears throat> So with Hawaii, it's through the timeshare part of it. So think of it like this. We stay at the Marriott Maui Ocean Club. We stay at the Marriott Ko'olina. Um, I just looked up today, the Marriott Waihoa. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. That's in Kauai. And we normally will stay like at two bedroom rooms. And this is through the timeshare. So the easiest and most simple way that I can explain this is Shelly, you own at the Marriott, you own one week out of the year, and maybe you can't use it this year because airfare is so expensive. So you're like, all right, I can't use it. You deposit it into this system called Interval International. Interval International is like a bank of all these vacations that people can't use. So every, so think of it as like Airbnb and you own it one week out of the year, and because of airfare, because of life, because of whatever the situation is, you can't use it. So you deposit it into Interval International, right? And you own, let's just say at the Marriott. There's a bunch of timeshare companies out there. And I just happened to say the Marriott because Interval International is owned by Marriott Vacations Worldwide, right? So that's one part. But they have resorts all over the world, not just the Marriott. So and then there's me that I own at like a Motel 6, not necessarily in the Motel 6. I'm just saying that's just a comparable of what type of a resort it is. Now I buy that. So we call it like a deed, just like when you own a house, you own a deed, to, you own a deed to that house. So which means you own that house. So you own it for one week out of the year. Um, and this resort is really, really cheap that I own at. I actually own an average of like 25 to 30 deeds. That's how I'm able to travel so much. And you don't have to own that many. I just take things to the extreme when I want something. I'm like, how do I, how do I make it better? I'm always looking to do things better, not just for myself, my family, but also to help other people um, do this. So you can find these deeds sometimes for free instead of paying like thirty to forty thousand dollars. Um, sometimes you can get them for like a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars. But the trick of it is, is getting something with a super low maintenance fee. A maintenance fee is kind of, think of it as like your HOA dues every month, right? Maintenance fee, you pay to the resort. Mine just happens to be $307 per year for my maintenance fee, okay? And that is unheard of because most of, a lot of times people look at it as like, yeah, I've taken a Marriott timeshare before, like a timeshare tour and their maintenance fee is like 1,000, 1,500 or 2,000. So what I teach is finding a resort with a super low maintenance fee, 
and think of that as like your HOA fee. You pay that once a year. Mm-hmm. And I take that resort that I own and I go ahead and exchange it for your Marriott property that you can't use this year. And in order for me to exchange my resort to your resort, I exchange that on interval and I pay a $229 exchange fee. So I'm pretty much saying, here's my resort. You can do whatever it is that you want with it. I'm going to take Shelly's beautiful penthouse villa in, in Koalina and I'm going to stay at her property. And that's, I'm going to pay interval $229, which is the exchange fee. So I'm trading my unit for yours. And that's how I come up with the $536. And I even have found better ways to make that better as well. But we only have like, we don't have that much time, but that's what I teach through my course through interval or through luxury travel hacks club is how do we do one thing? It's, it's investing. So I think I'm in that stage of we should be able to do one thing where it comes back to us tenfold, right? It's that compound effect of, I feel like so many of us think it's one for one exchange. So my mindset and my goal is like, we should be able to do one thing and it does like 10 things for us. And people are just like, I'm good with the $500 a week. I'm good with just getting that room. Um, But there's so many, there's so many more things. I think once you're open to learning once you're open to like, how do I make things better for my family and others around me? It really, it's like one of those things is like the gift that keeps on giving. And, um, and that's pretty much what I teach, not only for my team, as far as like real estate, but also on the travel side as well. And that's how I think I'm able to marry both of them, you know, together. Well, and I love it because it's, it's leverage at the end of the day, it's leverage, right? Um, just like you said, like <clears throat> a compounding effect. So yes, what, whatever you do in your business, that's what I, this is, I can have this conversation all day long because I mean, even like health, um, relationships, anything, whatever you do in one is the same that you do in the other. So like you're finding solutions for your team, your real estate team, for your clients within real estate, you are very solutions driven. You can hear it in the way that you can talk or that you talk. Same thing with how you travel is your, how can I get more from the effort that I put in? How can I create more leverage and create more solutions. It's the same skill. You're just literally leveraging it in one or the other. And ultimately they kind of feed off each other because if you, you didn't get out of, you know, the, um, uh, the, the initial like travel industry to go into real estate to work more, you went in there for the life that it could create. So then now you're going back and using that to create the life you wanted, right? Like it's the same, it's the same thing. So I, that's what I just love having this conversation about it because it's not like you had to learn a new skill. You just learned how to use a skill you already have in a new way. Yeah. And, and I feel for, for those, especially entrepreneurs, we always have to feel like, oh my God, I'm starting over. <laughs> right. That's how I felt with creating the team. I'm like, okay, I'm starting over. Cause I feel like we have this mentality of like, I should be done, <laughs> but in reality, you're not necessarily starting over. It's, it's all connected. Everything that I've learned how to deal with people, the connections. I mean, even at a really young age, at the age of 16, I mean, the timeshare industry is a very male-dominated industry. And learning how to handle certain situations, objections. And when I left that industry, 
I came into real estate for the possibility of, you know, freedom to travel more and that lifestyle. And it's all connected. And now it's like, I started with timeshares and then real estate. Now it's like travel and real estate. Now I'm excited to see where this is all going to go because probably 10 years from now, it's going to be something else where it's like travel, real estate, travel hacking and whatever, you know what I mean? Investments, whatever that is, passive income. And it's it just kind of, it grows and grows. Like think of it as this seed that you planted, right? And it's just continually going to be able, you're going to be able to benefit from it. So it's not necessarily you're starting over. Everything that we've learned along the way is all part of the process. And it's all part of your growth. And it's all part of the harvest because you planted that seed like many years ago. And it's just starting with one. And honestly, it's all about taking action because I feel like, you know, we talk about conferences and learning. I feel like so many people want to learn, 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 but they don't take that extra step. They don't take that extra step. And unless you take that one extra step and taking that action, nothing's going to happen. You're going to be there 10 years from now because you haven't planted that seed. That seed's not going anywhere if you haven't planted it. Well, and I think I, I could not agree more. And it's like when you plant that seed, you, you don't get to choose when the harvest is all the time right? You keep taking action towards a harvest, but not all the time you get to choose, right? That might not be on your path. Or maybe like for me, there's a few times where I've been taken back to a valley that I'm like, oh, I didn't learn the right lesson. Like here I am again, let me understand the right lesson so that I can move forward, come back out, reap the harvest, you know? And so it it's just, um, it's so fun hearing this perspective with you and just like the you were meant to be here, right? Like all those experiences in the timeshares before going to real estate to create a financial life, right? And a time life that you wanted is now bringing you back to all the travel that you learn about. It's so neat and being able to share that with others. Yeah, and I, I too, I do truly, truly believe that because I've always, it drove me, always drove me crazy where they have all these companies that are like scams, right? Where they're like, get out of your timeshare and we'll try. I mean, these people have paid like 10 to $15,000 or 30, 40, 50, $60,000. And I actually have a friend that's, um, that was my, my client that was an underwriter, a mortgage underwriter. And she's just like, oh my God, Michelle, this lady has like $60,000 worth of like, debt to the Marriott. And I was like, yeah, that's a timeshare because if they don't know how to use the $40,000 one, they're like, maybe you need the $50,000 one. Right. And then there's these timeshare companies that are like, yeah, you don't know how to use it and it sucks or whatever. We're going to charge you another $10,000 to get out of it. And I'm like, all right, well, I don't want to be on either side. Like, how do I stay in this middle where it's like, at the end of the day, the bottom line is people want to travel. Like what traveling does for our family, our mental health, everything else, it does make us better humans where I'm like, okay, how do I provide a solution that's in the middle? And I was like, in reality, all they need to know is how to learn this, right? No one is teaching them how to learn. It's kind of like buying a bike and not knowing how to ride it or not taking action on how to ride it. You just have to like jump on and figure it out. But yeah, it does help when somebody does teach you how to ride a bike or a Tesla, right? <laughs> Having a Tesla where you don't know how to, all these different things that they're always updating. If you don't know how to use it, if you're not going to use it, nothing's going to happen. 
So it's just like everything else. I think that's where I found my passion. And like, it's about learning how to do this, just like anything else. Well, in sharing that, like mentorship, mentorship has yeah. been very important to you. And now you are that mentor, right? Like you're never learning or never stop learning, which I think is so incredible. And so speaking of that, we, we talked about kind of the timeshare. I'd love for you to like share, because I know a big part for you is also like airline travel and finding the hacks on airline travel. What are some tips that our listeners can learn? Because travel is, I mean, listen, it's not going away. It's so much fun, whether you're doing it for business and or work, right? And hopefully a little bit of both. Take us through some of your airline hacks. Okay. So I'm very, so I started following a lot of people. um, And I know I have a lot of friends that are big, like Amex like just dedicated to Amex. I mean, it's probably just the prestige and just like I'm an Amex holder, for sure. right? For sure. Um, but in reality, like Amex points is is really confusing to like transfer it out because if you went in their travel portal and you have credit cards where you have all these points, but in reality, it's like a hundred thousand points for like a thousand dollars worth of travel, which is nothing. You're literally like, what did I just, you know, spend a hundred, I have a hundred thousand points to just get a thousand, which um if you follow a lot of these travel hackers, it's it's all about transferring it to like the different portals and all that stuff, which gets really confusing. And number two, for us that are busy, like we don't have time for that. There's <laughs> not, you know, I was like, even for me, like I am all about learning how to do things the best way of doing things. But I'm also like, if it's too confusing, because even when I talk about the timeshares, airfare, in order for me to help someone, it needs to be really simplified, right? I'm a very lazy person when it comes to like, if you give me to to fly first class, you have to do a hundred things. Like you've lost me at like step number five. So to get to like step 100, like there's no way I'm getting there. So the way I look at it is like, there's gonna be a lot of people just like me that's not gonna wanna get to step two if that's gonna sound too much work for me. So what I love is um, American Airlines. And the reason why is one, Phoenix is like an American Airlines hub. Like we can go anywhere from here. Number two, if you just do like little stuff, like even if you get one of their credit cards and put everything on there, and this is what I love about it because I have like Amex friends that I'm like, listen, and they just started doing this in March because the cycle starts in March. Like just get an American Airlines card, put everything on there. And now they're seeing that they have executive platinum status. And what does that mean? Executive platinum status is you can get pretty much upgraded to first class. I would say since I have that status, my husband has that status. And the reason why we have that, because we obviously have six kids, we want to make sure our kids get upgraded. Um, You can get upgraded to first class a hundred hours prior to when your flight actually leaves. So that means you have first priority. So if you are leaving on Friday, you can get upgraded either like Monday or Tuesday, right? To first class. And and that's for free, okay? So, and the reason why I like American is because they've simplified it to where it's only based on your spending, based on your flying, and they call it like loyalty points. And honestly, there's not that much effort that you need to put into it all you literally have to do is get the card link that card to like your expenses you can pay your taxes on that card you might have to pay a little bit more in fees but you pay your taxes you can literally pay everything on a card except for like your mortgage 
I mean, some people have figured some of that stuff out, but that's like a little too complicated for me, except for your mortgage and your car payment. But everything else you can put on the card. And by the time you get one card, and there's another way too, where you can go shopping. I don't know. Most people have no idea where American Airlines, you can go through their portal. Like you can go shopping like either Saks, you can go to like, you know how when you go on vacation, you can go to Viator.com for like activities. You can go on American Airlines shopping portal and then go to Viator and you can get up to like a thousand American Airlines miles and loyalty points. So you can get miles to travel for free and then points for your status. You can go, um, I think the Diamondbacks, I'm not into sports, but you can go to StubHub if you got like tickets to like any sporting events, you can get American Airlines miles and points on that. Um, the Beyonce concert was just here. I mean, there's so many things that you can do. You don't even have to fly. You can, you don't even have to fly in order to get miles and points and status. So once you have all those expenses, once you earn those miles, you can even go out to eat. Like you can go to Postino's because I know a lot of people go to Postino's Joyride. We live in central Phoenix. So you can get up to five miles per dollar that you spend at those restaurants. So it's a combination of one, having a credit card, number two, shopping, number three, dining, and actually flying. But you can actually get more miles and points from these three things than actually even flying. So that's one part of it. I talk more about, remember when I just mentioned like doing one thing and it comes back to you like tenfold? Yep. Get a credit card, focus on one airline, which is American. The reason why I don't talk about Southwest is because Southwest isn't a first class, right? And the biggest thing too of it is, you know, you mentioned Thailand. We were in Thailand twice this year and we were in Tokyo twice this year. And we flew business class to, and when I say business class, like lay down seats to Tokyo, family of five, because our oldest son couldn't go, but we went through all of Asia, all in first class, all in business class, all on point. Um, I think I post posted a reel the other day where I'm like, we did all of that stuff for like less than $300. And the flights easily could have cost like $75,000 for how much those flights were. Yeah. yeah. That's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah. And doing, doing, more with less, like, right. Like you had the one card, but you're leveraging that one card. Because I know if you follow any travel people, it's like this, 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 this. Mm -hmm. And it's like, holy cow. I, like you said, I do not have time to manage that and, or the patients. So it's like, let me just double down on one. And I love that you're, I, I can only imagine that's probably what you're doing with your real estate business too, is that that's what you're also doing with this is your credit card. And why not? Why not earn those extra points? Yeah, we already, we're already, we already have the expenses, right? We're already going to use them. We need to be able, like, I have not used my debit card in so long. And you just, you pay it, you just pay it, pay it, pay it as you would. And you just start to see, you see it accumulate. It's, there's nothing that makes me happier when someone's like, oh my God, I just got upgraded to first class. That's happened like a couple of times this week. And they're just like, I have been traveling for the past 20 years. Cause a lot of my friends do travel and, and so have I, right. And I'm like, oh my God, if I had known these things since I was in my twenties, like I would have been flying in first class, like for the past 10 years, but I didn't know about it because it is like, it does sound really, really complicated. It's just like anything else. If you focus your energy 
on one thing, right? You, you master it, you get better at it. And for me, the easier, the better, the less complicated, the better, even though it's, it does seem a little bit complicated now. So imagine if I added all these other things into it, but the biggest thing is with American, you log into one thing, which is AA.com, which is American Airlines website. Even if you go from like San Francisco to Tokyo, it will show you um, Japan Airlines flights on there. You can go directly and book that with your points. We went to Maldives this year. We got to fly, you know, those Q suites, the lay down seats, double beds. Um, we got to fly that for like 70,000 um, points on Qatar Airlines, just booked it through American Airlines website. And I think it was like $100 or something. Like it was like, re it's ridiculous. And then we flew in to Maldives, stayed at the Ritz Carlton over water bungalow, which would have been like $13,000. We got that for free for five nights. Like there's so many things that you can do. And that's like the Marriott side of it. Yeah. So I do timeshares, American Airlines and the Marriott. That's it. That's all I focus on. Anything else. Don't talk to me about Southwest Airlines. Don't talk to me about any or Hyatt. That's I focus only on those three things. Not that I don't know about all the other part of it, um, but the timeshare part too, like I can get Hyatt rooms. I go to Hyatt Pinion Point in Sedona. So that's, it's everything as a whole, but really focusing just on those three things. I love that. I love that. And I think that's like good advice in anything, right? Business, health, travel, like anything. Folk, yeah. Like create the clarity, keep like, instead of like, pulling more levers, pull the same levers and just stay on those to create the momentum and action that you want. Now, one thing I would love, um, for you to share is I have two, two last questions for you, Michelle. Yeah. The first one is you travel a lot. You can just hear this. It's, it's part of your passion. You've now created this separate side business for it, but you also get to lead, you have a business. So what is like one tip that you could provide our audience that are saying like, yeah, but I have a business and I can't leave. Like I can't leave. That's nice that Michelle can travel, but I can't leave. What advice would you give someone that said that? I would say my friend and I talk about this all the time where she's single and she has a corporate America job, but she is able to leave. Right. And she's like, oh, well, have you met my friend Michelle? Because she has four kids, she has a business, and she is able to leave. So I would say start with what you tell yourself, because that's the first thing that they say is, I can't leave, I can't go. And that's the energy that you're going to put out there because that's what you believe. So whatever you believe is what it's going to be. So for me, I'm like, I can do all things. <laughs> I can, if I tell myself, I can do all things and sharing that vision. Not everybody's going to share that vision. And I and I know that. But if I believe that I can run a business, I can run a team and I can travel, then that, you know, and you know what they say? It's like you attract the tribe that you have. And then so if I share that with Shelly and be like, oh, okay, you can do that. I can do that too. But if Shelly says, I can't do that, then of course, Shelly can't do it and Shelly won't do it, right? Mm -hmm. So start with one, the stories that you tell yourself. Because those stories are true to you. And guess what? They're going to be true to somebody else. Um, and I just told, like, that's my story. And that's, you know, with my kids. So it's like, all right, guys, where do you guys want to go every summer? I mean, there are some scary moments because 
we have four kids and we commit and say, hey, where do you want to go? And we're not going to tell our kids no. Right. Mom and dad will figure out how to get there. I remember one time my 12 year old said, I want to go to Atlantis. And I say, okay, we're going to Atlantis because they've seen it on TV. And I looked up Atlantis. I'm like, oh my God, Atlantis is so expensive. But guess what? We figured it out and we went to Atlantis and we stayed there for 12 days, not just three. We figured it out, right? So when you commit to something and you know that it's possible and you, you, you figure it out along the way. And that's how I've always made a decision where I feel like we tell ourselves no before we even get started, right? Mm. The things that we want and we say, but, or it's like, we make up all these excuses in our heads where it's like, I can't travel that much because I have kids. Like, well, yeah, well, we have four. I can't travel that much because, 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 and all these becauses that you tell yourself, it's literally, you just talk yourself out of the things that you wanted. And that's really plain and simple. It's, it's you that's telling yourself why you can't do certain things and you're taking it away from yourself. I, I would just in, like encourage everyone tuning in to just go back and listen to that piece. I talk about this a lot and it's so fun being able to hear it from you and see it. Like I, I just cannot agree more with you. So I absolutely love that. And that's like one of our core values at our construction company is how can we is like, you've been talking about solutions. There's always a solution. There is always a way. How can we, instead of saying yeah. like, you can't do that. Like we might have like a subcontractor be like, oh, you can't do that. And we're like, but how can we, how do we it's figure like, it out? How do we figure it out? Right. And sometimes it's finding someone to help us figure it out. Like you've been helping us today with how to figure out these travel hacks, um, and running a business. So I really appreciate that. Now, the last question I have for you, Michelle, is if you were looking back over the last, let's say 15 years, because I feel like that really shows you kind of changing careers, bringing on more travel, all the kids, like all the stuff. If there was one thing that you were like, go take massive action in this to someone that's maybe you 15 years ago, what is the one to two things you would tell them to take massive action in? Gosh, um, reading, (laughs) you know, I feel like I wasn't a reader for a long, long time. And my husband was actually like all these books that I want to read, like he's had for like years because I feel for us that have like our minds are just all over the place, thinking about reading, slowing down. It's not taking action, right? Because you're just thinking I'm just, But in reality, our brains are so powerful. Our mindsets are so powerful that anything that we really want to learn is out there. And there's some of the most incredible people that have shared what's in here with us. So we don't have to really figure it out by ourselves. And even when you get in that funk, right, sometimes you get, you know, it's, it's so hard to like get out of it, you got to dig yourself out of it and you have self-doubts, um, imposter syndrome and all that stuff. And what's really, when we talk about massive action, I feel like sometimes when we say take massive action and people just think like, I got to do all these things, right? All these things and there's so much to do. But in reality, I feel like if you sat down and take massive action and really make it a priority in feeding your mind, it starts with that because I feel that's what's going to get you to take the actual action 
and you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Like all these things that we want to do, one, it's already probably already being done by somebody else. So learn from those experts. And then from that, take the conferences based on the people that are already doing these things. Because you could have, I mean, if you are going to get anything from this, get an American Airlines card, right? So whatever it is that you want to do, somebody else is already doing it. Because guess what? I've had people who was like, well, yeah, I know you said this, but I got a different card because somebody else said this. I'm like, okay, but then go fly Southwest. Like, don't call me and be like, I really wanted to fly in first class. So number two is like, learn from the people and actually do the things that they are doing, not copy them, but it's, you know, to be who these other people are. But it's like, if you look at their lifestyle, follow the things that they say. Like, don't try to be like, well, you, I know you said this, but let me do something else. So in reality, there are going to be people that will show you exactly the pathway and just follow that um, and taking massive action on that because somebody else has already done whatever it is. But I would say for me, and like I said, I wasn't even like a big reader, but yeah, I just dive in and learn all these different things and listen to podcasts like yours or just all these people that you really want to learn from that are already doing the things that you want to do. And you'll know when you start learning from other people, you know, if you're in alignment with it, because your spirit and your energy, you just know where it's like, okay, this is for me, it's speaking to me, and it's in your soul and really knowing what the difference between ego and really your 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 passion, right? Because the ego will create, you know, it just, it comes up in there and be like, you got to do this for this or whatever it is. But you, you know it in your heart when, especially if you're in the right path or when you are in the right path, you'll know it in your heart that it's actually like the right decision for you. Okay. We're, we're going to close it out right there because I don't think there's anything more that we could add. Michelle, incredible time together. I really appreciate your openness, your clarity, and just sharing both sides of the coin, right? Like we're people, humans, like there's so much to us and it's not just one title, right? Like mom or, you know, travel hacker or real estate, you know, business owner. We don't have all these titles. And I just really want to acknowledge you for just being so open and providing so much like value, solutions, mindset hacks, all of it today. So thank you so much. Where can everyone follow along with you, Michelle? Okay. So if you are a timeshare owner and you own um, a timeshare that is part of Interval International, you can join my group on Facebook, which is free. It's Interval International Travel Hacks. Um, if you are on Instagram, you can follow me at Michelle Mojica Official. And if you do want to travel, um, you can follow me at Luxury Travel Hacks Club on Instagram. You can also join. I have links on there to join the courses as well. But yeah. I just highly, highly encourage joining and following, just learning. Like even if your your mind isn't there yet, just just like Michelle is one that you can definitely be exposed to and it will not will not hurt you. It's only going to elevate you. Michelle, thank you again so much for joining in and I am so excited for this episode to get out. If this kind of struck a chord with you listening in right now, I'm just going to ask you to share it. This is a great message and it wasn't just about travel. It wasn't just about business. So please share this message out. Let's show what's possible when you start taking massive action. Thank you again. 